man. I ain't finna go Alex Jones level with y'all, man. Hey, everybody, it's Friday, August 4th, 2023. Today, we're gonna be talking about. Well, let me just start off by a great quote by Jordan Peterson. Compassion is the best camouflage for the narcissistic serpent. And I've often said that compassion is the weak link of Americans uh, that's used to undermine uh, their ideology, uh, their culture, and their psyche in general. But let's get into some of the headlines here. Tucker Carlson today had an unaired episode from Fox uh, that featured Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund, and it was unearthed uh, by the National Pulse. And so Stephen Sund, the Capitol Police Chief, said that there was a cover-up concerning January 6th. Also, Tucker publishes the second part of his interview with Hunter Biden business partner, Devin Archer. And also in the news, uh, Trump is indicted, obviously, most people know that. And it's clear with no uh, misinterpretation that he and his very successful political movement are under political persecution. And it's clear that the modern leftist movement is intent on destroying the notion of the Republic and the political power of the quote unquote citizen. Also, uh, Dianne Feinstein steps back after it's proven she doesn't know where the hell she is. Uh, And she gives all the power to her daughter. And the Democrats, uh, politically, (laughs) are just getting weird. You know, maybe Joe Manchin could save them. I don't know. We'll see. So... I'll be talking about these headlines and more coming up right now. So we're going to start off, and this is from Newsweek. Ex-Capitol Police Chief sounds alarm that January 6th was a cover-up. And I'll just read the lead here. Uh, A leaked interview between ex-Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund and former Fox News host Tucker Carlson revealed that Sun believed uh, officials were aware of the January 6th U.S. Capitol insurrection before it happened and covered it up. First of all, it wasn't an insurrection. The powers of be, the deep state, the intelligence services knew what was going to happen, that there were large amounts of people that were going to descend on Washington, D.C. for a rally um, with Donald Trump speaking, the president speaking at this rally. And that afterwards, people were going to go to the Capitol where there was another rally that had been permitted and that were people, it was going to have speakers and whatnot. See, that's what Newsweek calls it an insurrection. They don't give the full story, but the Capitol Police Chief at this time was interviewed by Tucker and said that there was a cover up because they didn't admit that they undermined, purposefully, they undermined. Uh, security at the Capitol to see see, what seemingly seems (laughs) like uh, they wanted um, some sort of carnage to ensue. And a lot of us understand that they were provocateurs in the crowd. 
So they go on to say right-wing news company National Pulse leaked the interview, which was never aired by Fox, and that was uh, produced shortly before Tucker Carlson's dismissal. But they go on to write, the previously unseen footage came after former President Donald Trump was saddled with four criminal charges regarding the alleged involvement in January 6th, 2021 attack on the Capitol. An indictment released on Tuesday said that Trump was determined to remain in power uh, following his 2020 election loss to President Joe Biden. He has been charged with conspiracy to fraud, and they go on conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Again, this is conspiracy theory, the actual kind that doesn't have any relation to the truth. So, um, American Military go, uh, News goes on to say, former Capitol Police Chief calls January 6th a cover-up and leaked video with Tucker Carlson. Uh, it, if I was allowed to do my job as the chief, we wouldn't be here today. This didn't have to happen. Everything appears to be a cover-up, Steve's son told Carlson in the leaked interview. Like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but when you look at the information intelligence that they had, military had, it's all watered down by intelligence to deny National Guard support in advance. I'm denied National Guard while we're under attack for 71 minutes. You ever been in a fight, he asks. A fight for a couple of minutes wears you out. It wears you out. My, my officers were fighting for 80 minutes. Officials were hiding intelligence, and that's what I'm getting at. Could it possibly be that they kind of wanted something to happen? It's not a far stretch. It's when you start putting everything together and thinking about the way this played out. What was their end goal? You look at what's happening at their end goal. He goes on to say, obviously. So obviously they knew something was going to happen and they had provocateurs there to, it made sure that it happened. So all these things surrounding January 6th were meant to happen. Um, and then of course, uh, on Rumble, uh, by Galactic Storm, they have Fox News deleted Capitol Police chief saying January 6th was a cover-up. And so, and that's why uh, Tucker Carlson was fired because he was gonna do something to shatter this narrative. And everybody knows that Trump asked for the National Guard. It was denied by uh, the Washington, D.C. Uh, governor, governor, mayor, excuse me and um, denied by several others, and the Democrats were in charge, Democrat and I believe one rhino Republican, were in charge of, of capital security. This all seems to be very well arranged, and we still have the question of Ray Epps. So moving on in the news here, the New York Post is reporting Trump judge irked former president with greeting and sent social media into a spin. Basically, the judge... And this judge in this case, as we know, has sent many January Sixers to prison, even at times when that wasn't recommended by the prosecutors themselves. She referred to uh, the former president as Mr. Trump and not Mr. President. And that is a cured, uh, a very uh, pure um, disrespect to um, President Trump. I mean, Every former president is referred to as Mr. President, his former title, just like 
uh, governors are referred to as governor or uh, secretaries of state or general secretaries of departments are referred to as secretaries even after they leave office. Mediaite reports Trump threatens retribution for federal charges soon in 2024. It'll be our turn. Indeed, it should have been our turn before, but he surrounded himself by establishment critters in his first term that advised him to go after, criminally go after the criminals in the in the swamp, in the deep state. And so that's not surprising. And that might have been, you know, fair advice. But now that the Democrats are have done it, uh, the gloves should be off. And in fact, is it's it's them, it's their projection, it's them who are the criminals, and the swamp, which was refers to corruption. Um, one of the key creatures in the swamp was obviously Joe Biden, and it's clear now that his family of grifters were engaged in, in a, a graft scheme to. Uh, you know, to take advantage of Joe Biden's political stature to make money. And that's why most, uh, particularly federal politicians, but politicians in general, they come out so much more wealthy after they serve in office because they just use it as an avenue. So for the New York Times is reporting, Trump leads GOP in Iowa, but his hold is less dominant. New polling suggests that Governor Ron DeSantis' efforts in Iowa have been having an effect, but the challenge of defeating Mr. Trump here is complicated by many factors, excuse me. And then it says Iowa versus National Republicans' preference, and then it has a little graft here. Uh, Nationally, Trump is up by 54%. Uh, DeSantis is down to 17%. In Iowa, Trump is down to 44%. And uh, DeSantis is up by 20%. Scott is at 9 And Ramaswamy at 5 Blah, blah, blah. The problem with Iowans are they're too, uh, too much uh, goody two-shoes, um, salt-of-the-earth type, which is fine, uh, type folks. Um, but if you know anything about the Midwest... Um, they don't, they, they have trouble understanding the intricacies, intricacies of um, deep state and intelligence mindsets. Um, they don't really understand sophisticated propaganda and they have trouble putting all the puzzle pieces together in this difficult reality that we're living in. It's hard for them to parse out subjective and objective truths. And um, like I said in the beginning, that quote by uh, Jordan Peterson, compassion is the best camouflage for narcissistic serpents. And unfortunately, the Midwestern types are very much lulled and deceived through the use of compassion. And I could go into that further, but I, I don't want to delve into that too much. The fact of the matter being is that people lie and people are very good at lying. And people, some people think that lying is just fine. People do it all the time. They should be able to lie. Uh, and that's why uh, Mr. Santos there isn't getting uh, kicked out of office is because he lied to get into office and everybody lies all the time. The problem is with Midwestern types is they take what people say, particularly politicians at face value. And everybody said that Trump is the biggest liar. There's a lot of truth to what Trump says. But the point being is that the lie 
the the deceiver. I don't want to say Midwestern people are are gullible, but they're certainly more gullible than the seasoned, um, more cosmopolitan types, city types, or or people that are uh, surrounded by more intellectual types uh, who deceive or don't deceive or, you know, could tell the truth in, in, in complicated language. New York Post reports Diane Feinstein, 90, cedes power of attorney to daughter but still serves in Congress. Uh, she's long in the tooth. Uh, it won't be long now till she's going to appoint our, her successor. Um, what really should happen would be a special election in California, but Gavin Newsom won't call for that. Axios reports D- Dark Brandon is driving Biden's campaign merch sales. Um, it's only the people that believe in um, all the kind of ill will put forth uh, by the Democratic Party, the cheating, and um, because as has been well laid out is the Democratic Party is the party of the deep state, the elite, uh, the socialist bend, the people that are selling out uh, the Republic to China and other postmodern Europeans. It's really the death of liberty. And as I explained earlier, the death of the United States citizen and its importance Basically, it's political power. They're changing it into a caste of of citizenry or people that live in America, American residents, I guess. So um, the dark uh, Brandon memes uh, have really the only thing, only thing that has had traction uh, with Joe Biden uh, because they like him as a villain. And that's what dark Brandon the meme is, is Joe Biden is a villain. Well, he is a villain. And some people cheer on the villains, particularly the um, the anarchists and the atheists and the other nihilists uh, around who just um, like power for the sake of power, whether it's in the hands of someone who's evil or good, usually evil. To them, there's, there's no distinction. It's our arbitrary labels, they say. How do you know evil is truly evil? It all has to do with your moral tether there, I guess. It, it doesn't, you know, what's evil to one person is not evil to the other. You can't come to an objective consensus. It's all subjective. Washington Post is reporting anti-LGBTQ backlash grows across the Middle East, echoing U.S. culture wars. Just the opposite. Traditional uh, Islam and, and traditional religious types with people with a moral, some sort of, of moral background Obviously, you know, in most cases, object to um, LGBT or gay lifestyle because they believe it's immoral. So the LGBT backlash doesn't grow because of, of the U.S. culture wars. That's just the ridiculous premise. Like when the Islamicists were, took over Egypt, they were throwing homosexuals off the roofs of buildings. That has nothing to do with the culture wars in the United States. It's just the way, now I'm not condoning that certainly behavior of violence or assault on anybody, regardless of their their lifestyle. I'm just saying extreme fanaticism, whether it's a moral fanaticism or anything else, isn't really welcome. But Islam has always been anti, you can look at Saudi Arabia, it's always been um, anti-homosexuality. Not... That's not surprising. I mean, if you go, used to be the Catholic Church at least professed that. They didn't really, you know, they didn't uh, 
you know, they didn't walk the walk, so to speak. Uh, from BBC, El Salvador, entire region under siege to Hemen gangs. Again, um, the president of uh, the president of El Salvador, um, Nayib Bukele, uh, is deploying the military in his ongoing war on gangs, which everybody likes. When he won election recently, it was un, it was resounding. It was resounding support for conservatism, you know, or you could call it right wing, but a no nonsense uh, law enforcement. And um, the El Salvadorans are, are appreciative um, of reigning in the gangs, um, which were basically allowed to roam free. And this is a sort of the leftist playbook is you, you, you pull back law enforcement and the gangs that you control are allowed to, you know, reap their own reward through crime and whatnot, and then they get your political support. You get their political support, excuse me. AP reports, uh, Ukrainian officials say drones hit naval ship in Russian port. It's the latest attack inside Russia. My only um, comment on this is that if you don't think this is Western Special Forces launching these drone, drone attacks, you're crazy. The Ukrainians, first of all, the Ukrainians are losing on the battlefront. And so they do these types of attacks to try to show that they're succeeding in, in, in some fashion in this war against the stronger military of Russia. But these, these all the drone attacks, whether they're inside Russia or Crimea or what have you, are, are really, and specifically against Russian naval ships who have... Uh, countermeasures that have to be beaten um they're done by western special forces who are embedded with the ukrainians and so no one's going to tell you different you know no one's going to tell you that the, the ukrainians just aren't that good at at fighting war particularly and if it wasn't for advisors and other special forces uh they wouldn't have many victories whatsoever Washington Post also reports U.S. Navy sailors accused of passing secrets to China. That's not surprising. Uh, we're completely uh, infiltrated by the communist Chinese. They're everywhere. And whether it's uh, through electronic hacking or actual human, uh, human intelligence on the ground, um, they're buying up property around military bases. They're engaging U.S. military servicemen, obviously, to steal secrets. Uh, they've fully penetrated the academia. They're all over academia. They're academic heads of departments in major universities that are um, passing secrets to the Chinese. It's amazing. Massive solar eruption slams into Earth and the moon and Mars at once for the first time in history. Uh, just so you know, it's like <laughs> solar activity affects uh, climate change, affects the climate on Earth. And also a bunch of different stuff it affects. Uh, solar flares and eruptions have a lot to do with the conditions here on Earth. Just like I believe astronomically that, you know, the surrounding heavenly bodies, the planets, like most people surmised for, for a century or millennia, um, it has effects on the Earth. So a lot of what's going on in the solar system 
and maybe even further out, have effects here on Earth and our daily lives. Certainly, you know, the tides are affected by the moon. And, and so is a woman's cycle, her period. You know, the moon, and that's why you, where you get the word month, has an effect. Because the moon's cycle, which is a monthly cycle, uh, have effects on the earth. And I picked up this article from Reason Backpage founder, alt-weekly entrepreneur and free speech warrior, James Larkin has died. He apparently took his own life. I don't believe, this guy has been under legal, he's been attacked by the government uh, trying to uh, put him out of business um, for over a decade. So he's, if you're on the East Coast, he's one of the, he's the founder of the Village Voice, which is the Greenwich Village uh, alternative uh, weekly newspaper, uh, which was very popular, and all his papers. Um, and he founded Backpage, which was like a online Craigslist type thing. Uh, to make up for all the lost uh, classified advertising uh, that they'd lost from the newspapers uh, due to Craigslist. So, and then they claimed that he was, you know, that these classified advertisings were engaged in, in prostitution and child trafficking and all that stuff for sex. All classified advertising has a lot of this crap in there, um, but they were out to ruin him, uh, which they did. Uh, whether you believe he took his own life or not. He was 74 years old. Um, I don't know why he would take his own life. It, I don't know. Obviously, if you're under the prosecution of the federal government or the, just the government in general, whether it's state or federal government, but I believe this federal government, um, it's a lot of pressure. I mean, supposedly, you know, Aaron Schwartz killed himself, which I don't believe. I believe, I believe if you're under attack by the government legally, they might very well take you out. Especially if you go, I'm going to spill the beans about something or I'm going to publish, you know, as a newspaper publisher, I'm going to publish something. You know, or if you're a, a big name Hollywood celebrity or star and you go, I'm going to go out, whether it's Whitney Houston, and I'm going to go out and tell everybody what you did. Uh, you won't live long if you make those sort of <laughs> sorts of claims or threats. The AFP reports Amazon and Apple beat earnings forecasts as they polish AI skills. Of course, uh, the large corporations are going to continue to um, become rich and they're going to control our lives. Uh, this is actually the center of technocracy. The technocracy, the corporate technocracy is centered around Amazon and Apple. Uh, not surprising. And what is the result of the technocracy? More Americans say they can never retire. That's from The Hill. And also from The Atlantic, the UCLA students who live in their cars. But, but the technocracy, all the corporate, the largest corporations are making more money. What's wrong there, right? That's it for uh, Friday. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. Rudy's Revelation. Finding revelation in the news and meaning in media. And um, thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, subscribe, or listening if you're listening on YouTube, Substack, or Spotify. Um, leave a comment down below. Let me know what you think. See you next week. 
this is all a conspiracy. Don't you know that? It's a conspiracy, dear. 